ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone in between or irrespective of that binary, welcome back to LGBT and D, where the D stands for dice, and every voice you hear is a member of the LGBT community. You can call me Andy because that's my name. I use he, him pronouns, and I will be your GM as we continue our way through Masks, A New Generation. Joining me today are my four usual lovely players, who I will have introduce themselves to you at this time. Let's start off with Alexia. Would you like to remind us who you are, who you're playing, and one thing you remember from last week? Yes, hello. Uh, my name is indeed Alexia. Uh, I go by she, her pronouns, and I play, <clears throat> excuse me, Gabriella, or Invocation. And last week, I really can't remember because it was quite a quite a long time ago, relatively speaking. Like um, a week. Yeah, it was like a week. It it it's it feels more like a month. Um, yeah, this week agreed. has been a year long. What did happen? Was it um? Didn't I know miraculous? Miraculous got sad. I comforted him. Maybe. Next up, Eve. Would you like to remind us who you are, who you're playing, and one thing you remember from last week? Uh, so the first one's going to be easy. My name is Weaver. You can call me Eve. Um, I play Hope, Hope Hardell. Uh, I use she, her, or they, them pronouns. Hope uses just she, her pronouns. Last week, uh, oh, that was when I found out that Ty is a douchebag. Vanessa, would you like to remind us who you are, who you're playing, and one thing you remember from last week? I am Vanessa Haas. Um, I use she, her pronouns. I will be playing Jack slash Scarlet Webb, who uses they, them pronouns. And the thing I remember about last week is that um, in a moment of emotion and overwhelming feelings, Jack kissed Bex and did not know that Bex was asexual, like, indifferent and so bex did not really like reciprocate much or like feel it and jack was just like oh, okay i'm just gonna go die now thanks bye um and then we had to go meet with everyone else which was also terrible so yeah very fair and last but not least justin would you like to remind us who you are who you're playing and one thing you remember from last week I'm Justin. I use he, him pronouns, and my character is Zaylor, aka Miraculous, who also uses he, him pronouns. Um, and last time we played, I almost cried because Miraculous pretty much all but cried because the future is sad and it's completely his fault, and there's nothing he can do about it at all because that's just how it's going to be. Hashtag Nova Life. Our cover shows Hope, standing at a podium in front of a large crowd of people. Visible in the crowd, Where's Waldo style, we can see Invocation, texting frantically on her phone, Miraculous, looking deep in thought, Scarlet Web, looking at Wish, who is facing out of existence, and Yellow Jacket, trying to push his way through the crowd toward Hope. This is Hopeful's number 10, Pressed Conference. And our panel opens on Hope. Hope, what does it look like as you're giving your press conference? Like, what's the setup like? I assume this is something you've done in some capacity at least a couple of times before. What's your sort of general setup like? I imagine that it's a little bit like after somebody wins uh, an award, like an Oscar, and they uh, kind of go backstage and they have that Hollywood foreign press moment where it's like a room full of people asking questions and they're just like standing there awkwardly trying their best not to say anything embarrassing. So with everything that happened in Hope and Wish, what is Hope's general like message here? What is she like trying to convey? She set up this press conference. What is her sort of mission or directive here? What's she trying to accomplish? Uh, I guess she just wants people to know that it's just like, look, there's, you know, some stuff going on. There's some change uh, coming. 
there was an issue with with trust uh there was an there was some issue with like someone getting injured uh there was an issue with somebody losing their job and i want to clear all of this up as much as i can i don't have all the answers because i've been kept in the dark as well but i want you guys to know where we're at right now and i want you guys to know that like uh if you're wronged that that doesn't give you permission to wrong other people it just means that that's you know what people like me are here for so that we can help you solve those those problems as we look out into the audience who all of hope's teammates have shown up invocation scarlet web or miraculous which of the three of you do we see in the audience if any yeah if any we'll just kind of go down the line scarlet web you said you weren't going to be there correct Correct. Sorry, Hope, but I'm not really feeling a press conference right now, especially after what happened, I think it was two sessions ago. Wait, what happened? The whole thing with Jack, like, smashing the car. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of laying low. That's fair. What about Miraculous? Is he there? Or I suppose Zaylor, would he be there if he is there? Is he there as a civilian or as a superhero? I had not considered that, but thinking on it now, it'd probably be better to appear there as Zaylor at the very least for emotional support. But if need be, he would probably be ready to be in costume in case it's necessary. Not like in a superhero capacity, but more of a emotional support, but further kind of thing. I'm not sure. But yes, he'd be there. Okay. And what about Invocation or Gabriella? Uh, yes, Gabriella is the. Okay, is she like? For some reason, I imagine her like near the front of the audience, like trying to not really cheer Hope on, but like definitely reinforcing her. Yes, yeah, she's like throwing her like thumbs up and stuff, and like like trying to be emotionally supportive. Okay, so we get a panel of a guy who is dressed like a standard comic book reporter type, like gray pinstripe suit, probably got like an old style hat on and like thick rimmed glasses because apparently reporters all look like they're from the 1940s. He presses a microphone forward out of the audience and says, Miss Hardell, how do you react to people that criticize how you handled the homecoming incident a couple of weeks ago? Um, I understand that I probably should have stuck around to answer questions and to assure everybody that we did our best and that everybody came out of it more or less okay. Um, as far as I'm aware, there were no casualties, uh, as far as I've been made aware. Um, but, uh, definitely someone should have stayed. Um, and as someone who is typically a a press-friendly face, I, it should have been me, but there were more, um pressing issues in my personal life. Miss Hardell, what would you say takes precedence over the lives and safety of the citizens of Halcyon City? The lives and safety of the city uh, of the city and the citizens of the city are uh, is obviously our highest priority. Um and I don't want to conflate protecting individuals in the city and protecting the innocence of this city with talking about it. Uh we did our best to protect and we I believe did our job. Um but if you're asking for specifics on the the personal pressing issues, uh, that one I will have to decline to comment on right now. There are those that say that they saw you and one of your teammates, Scarlet Webb. They say that you might have been not exactly working for the side of good on that night. Would you like to comment on that? I'm curious as to if we weren't working for the side of good, then who were we working for? As Hope is asking that question, I want to crossfade over to Jack. Jack, where do we find you and Bex? You have set up a sort of date day for the two of you, right? Yes, I have. I put a lot of thought into this, like, 45 to 60 minutes before this session. Um, So what, I guess, depending on the time of day, will probably be early in the date, which means going to get food at a diner I did not name. The Dynamo Diner. Okay. Yeah, it's like a hero-themed diner. It's got, like, a cape attached to the building. Not, like, an actual cape, but, like, it looks like a cape, but it's just 
actually part of the building. So, like, the two of you are sitting inside of that diner. What's the sort of, like, paint me a picture here. What's the sort of atmosphere between the two of you looking like? Um, Jack is trying to just, like, step back a bit and, like, because there's a lot of intense stuff happening in both of our lives. So Jack is trying to worry less about that stuff and just kind of go back a little bit to before I found out that she was my teammate's daughter from the future and that our other teammate is supposed to like destroy all of Halcyon. Um, so Jack is just in a very casual like t-shirt and jeans ordered probably like too much food and um like with the intention to like share it and it's just like talking about like school and like sports and their little sister and just random normal stuff yeah i think jack is carrying a lot of this conversation bex like the way she's acting it's not like she uh She's not, like, sulking or anything, but you can tell that there's a lot on her mind. She's definitely, like, trying to enjoy the date, but it seems she's not completely there. Like, when she's eating, she's just kind of, like, picking at her food. It's There's something else on her mind. I want to pierce the mask. Go for it. Oh god, I just realized how many, many conditions I have. Okay. All of them. Yeah. Actually, I did say it's canonically been a couple weeks. Go ahead and everybody that's got conditions, go ahead and mark off up to two of them. Um, okay. I'm going to get rid of angry and afraid then. Because I don't feel like they're applicable anymore. Which does make that roll a ten instead. But that also brings the question of, do you want to bring my secret identity move into place or just, like, not this time? Uh, we will roll that here in just a few minutes. Okay. Uh, for now, let's hit your, I believe, three questions from Pierce the Mask. Yes. Um, so I'm going to go with, let's start off with what do you want me to do? Okay. How would Jack be trying to figure that out, like, on the panel? I think they would start, like, seeing that they weren't really able to get Bex to uh, engage in just, like, regular talk. They would, like, look around to see, like, okay, how much of Bex's food has she eaten? Is she maybe not hungry anymore? Should we go? Um, And just try to see, like, if she's being fidgety maybe she wants to leave she wants to get moving stuff like that i don't think it's so much that she's fidgeting like in a way that she wants to leave but like she needs you to do something to get her mind off of whatever it's on and more focused on like being with jack in the current time if that makes sense okay um, so then I feel like the answer to this one's probably a little obvious, but I'm going to ask, how could I get your character to just tell me what would best help you right now? Like, not like, oh, she needs to get her mind off whatever she's thinking about, but just like, what would most get her mind off of what she's thinking about? Yeah, honestly, I think like she doesn't want to bring up whatever it is, but if you brought up that she doesn't seem like herself, I think she'd be willing to kind of talk her way through it. And then she might be able to sort of be more in the present. Okay. Then I don't think I really need the third question. I think I'm just going to ask her like some of this food to be like wrapped up and be like, let's get out of here. Cause then I have the next part of the date planned, which is a great way for us to walk and talk and hang out. And hopefully she'll really enjoy that. Okay. Uh, does Jack tell her that that's the plan? Or, like, what's that look like on the panel? Okay, so I think Jack sees all of this and she's just like, Okay, how about we 
get this stuff wrapped up to go and we'll do the next part of the date. Have you been to the Skywalk here before? Uh, not in a long time. Well, I mean, I went to my Skywalk. I don't know if it's different from how it was or will be is. Okay. We're going to go to the Skywalk as it is now. And I really like it. It's one of my favorite places to go. And like, just sometimes I'll just like walk the whole length of it and just like, just think. Um, But you and I, like we can walk it. I can show you some of my favorite spots. There's some really nice plants. I don't know if that sounds boring, but we can talk and yeah. No, I think that sounds nice. And as she is, like, standing up out of her seat, I want to transition back to that press conference. Because, Hope, as you look out into the crowd, you see Zaylor, you see Gabriella, and you also see Ty. How are you reacting? Or how are you feeling? Uh, not feeling too, too good. But my team is here. At least some of my team is here. So, yeah. I will kind of do my best to shake it off. Like, I'm not happy to see Ty here, but I'll do my best to shake it off. Okay. The rest of it goes pretty much about the same. You get, like, a couple of questions that you can tell are very leading. Like, several of the reporters are trying to get a story as if you aren't who you, like, claim to be. But you manage it well enough, or at least you think you do. You, like... How do you end your press conference? Do you, like, go into the uh, crowd and join up with your team? Do you have, like, a backstage area you go to? Also, where is this, like, where would you have set this up to take place at? Um, I probably would have set it up to take place somewhere, like, very, very public, uh, somewhere easily accessible, because I don't want it to seem like I'm hiding things from my fans. So I really want it to seem like, I really want it to, to have that vibe of like everyone, like if you want to know what, what's going on, you can just like hang out and, you know, you can ask questions, you can figure out what's going on for yourselves. Um, but I think the way that I like finish is I'm just going to kind of have that moment of just like, thank you guys for coming. This really means a lot to me that you guys would come on such short notice. Um, if you have any other questions, you know, save them for next time, I guess. Uh, and I'll you guys around and I'm going to you know kind of I don't want to like I'm going to acknowledge my teammates that I see in the crowd I'm not going to like specifically like out them because I don't know if they have like secret identities but I'm going to like look at them I'm going to acknowledge them and I'm going to do my best to ignore Ty and then walk backstage okay so you said that like sorry I got a little bit confused there your backstage area, did you say that, like, people can come up to talk and stuff after, or is it more private? Uh, I'm going to say that it's mostly open. Uh, like, there's definitely going to be, like, security, but it's mostly just to, like, you know, it's like I'm a superhero, so a superhero with security feels a little redundant. So there's, like, a little bit of security, but it's mostly just to make sure that, like, if someone draws a gun, I have backup. Fair enough. Are Gabriella and Zaylor going to meet up with Hope, or what are they doing as this comes to a close? I'd want to meet up with Hope, if I could. Yeah, I'd probably also go to the back. Okay. The two of you, I'm assuming security would let through. What's, like, what are you all saying? What's going on as you, the three of you meet up in this semi-restricted area? I thought you did really well. Great, great job with the press and stuff. Thanks. I really tried. Yeah, came across. yeah, definitely. You always sound great, awesome, top notch. 110%. Good job. I don't think there's anything to worry about. And if there is, we'll deal with it. I mean, there's always going to be fallout. There's always going to be something. A uh, quick question. Would either of the two of you like to roll to comfort or support that? Um, yes, I would. I got an eight. Okay. Let's see. Uh, on a hit, they hear you. They mark potential, clear condition, or shift labels if they open up to you. 
So, Hope, would you like to open up to Gabriella here? Uh, I guess that kind of depends on, like, how she's comforting. I suppose kind of what I said in terms of I thought you did really well with the press. Um, You put on a very professional, yet heroic, yet glamorous front. Um, And Halcyon should feel feel very lucky to have you as one of its protectors. You got this. (laughs) Is that just our catchphrase now as a group? Yep. Yep. I love it. That's the tagline of LGBT and D. Uh, yeah, I think that I'll, I think I'll open up and I'll probably say something to the effect of like, I'm glad that I can kind of be our like public face, but I really, it does feel weird to like have everybody kind of leaning on me in that way. And meanwhile, I'm leaning on all of you that way. And I just wish that they understood that it's like, I'm not the only one. I'm just the public front. If that makes any sense. I think I understand. Okay, Hope, would you like to mark potential, clear a condition, or shift your labels? Is it up to me? Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm going to do potential. All right. As the three of you are having this little conversation, you see Ty approaching the security. What are the three of you going to do in reaction to that? Do I? know that he was actually a villain. I'm pretty sure Wish said it in front of everybody, didn't she? Yeah, because that's what made Hope, like, storm off. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Oh, boy. Uh, I think Hope is going to approach Ty. Uh, Zaylor would be sort of be parallel to her because he doesn't really know what's going to happen, but he still feels the need to be a bit defensive. Yeah, taking, like, a support position as well, but not trying to interrupt their imminent conversation. Ty looks at you and says, Hope, can we talk somewhere private? I haven't been able to get a hold of you, and I don't know what's going on here. I mean, what do you want to talk about? Uh, Private was kind of the key word there. Okay. Uh, I'm going to extend my wings, and I'm going to fly straight up. He extends his as well and flies after you. And at that point, I want to cut back over to Jack and Bex. So, Jack, before we get to what it's like for you and Bex on the Skywalk, why don't you roll your uh, personal life thing, responsibilities or whatever it's called? Secret identity? Yeah, that one. I got a seven. On a hit, things are going pretty well. You have an opportunity or advantage thanks to one of your obligations. On a 7 to 9, you've lapsed on one obligation, your choice. So, which obligation would you like to have lapsed on? And since it's been a while, why don't you remind us what your obligations are? So my obligations are softball team, surrogate parenting, my little sister, and uh, my popularity at school. Um, last time I sacrificed my popularity because I was just so into Bex, I stopped hanging out with a bunch of my friends. This time, I think, I think it's going to be Maylee, um, because Jack definitely spent a bunch of time, like, planning this date and trying to make it perfect, um, to make up for the whole team fighting and for kissing Bex without asking first. So, I was not a great big sibling. Fair enough. That will come back to bite you later. Uh, What do you think is the, like, do you have any ideas as far as the opportunity or advantage thanks to your obligations? Nothing's coming to mind right now, no. Okay. I will keep that in my back pocket for right now, and we will come back to it in just a little bit. In the meantime, you and Bex have arrived to the Skywalk. I feel like I'm putting a lot on you all this issue, but Jack, what do you want, like, how would you describe the Skywalk? What does it look like? So I base this off a Skywalk I actually walked in real life, where basically it, um, it's quite a bit above street level. It used to be, um, a, like, above ground, like, elevated um like railroad system 
if you're from like the New York, New Jersey area, think kind of like the path train or something. Or if you're from New York, the Skywalk in New York. Or basically it used to be a elevated like train system that slowly just faded out of use. And then they just had these train tracks there. And they were like, what the hell do we do with these ugly things? So then they turned it into a skywalk, which is basically like the train tracks run through the middle of it um, with like nice wooden boards and stuff uh, going between them and to the sides. And each side obviously has like railings and stuff for safety, but is also lined with like different kinds of plants and lots of benches where people can sit. And at all the places where like there used to be a train stop, um, or a train station, there's now, like, a big, like, sitting area where sometimes there will be, like, sculptures, sometimes it's just more garden stuff, sometimes it's just a nice overview of, you never answered my question of if we have a waterway or not. If we do, then of the waterway. Yeah, we'll say there's a waterway, because what kind of superhero city doesn't have a waterway for dramatic battles to happen on? Also, most major cities have a waterway because that's just how it was convenient to move goods and certain stuff in the old days. So yeah, so there'll be some parts that are just like an overlook of whatever waterway runs through or whatever Halcyon. Okay, so the two of you are walking along. Is Jack gonna like try to hold Bex's hand? What's the play there? I think, I think as they're leaving, like the diner to get to the walkway because jack wants to have like if they're going to have a more serious like real talk they want it to be on the skywalk so i think for a little while they aren't holding hands um and jack is like very animatedly like telling a story and using their hands to tell the story um and then as they get to the top of the skywalk uh jack calms down a bit and like reaches out to hold Bex's hand. Yeah, I think there's a panel where she's not sure about it, and then another panel where she laces her fingers into yours. And, like, you can feel at first that her heartbeat is, like, very fast, but it starts to slow down a little bit as the two of you are walking along. So, um, I know something's been, like, eating at you, and, um... Hopefully it's not me, but I know we probably have some stuff to talk about. Um, if you want to have, like, a real talk, I'm here for you, whatever you want to say, or if you just need to, like, vent. But if you want to just think about other stuff, I mean, we can, like, spice up this night in that, like... And Jack, like, looks around um, to see, like, how many people... Um, are on the skywalk um, and then looks back at Bex and it's just like so I had so like there's like stuff at the end of the skywalk like we can like see a movie or like do some other like activities there's also a playground never mind that so like there's a bunch of stuff that we can do but if you wanted we could just like like we can just go to my car I'll grab like my suit and we can just do like super stuff like, not necessarily fight crime, but, like, you know, if you wanted to, like, fly around a bit and then I could use my webs and we could just, like, I know that that helps me a lot. Just, like, flying through the air, even though I don't have wings. I mean, this whole, like, I think as the two of you are walking, you sort of, like, drift off to the side over the waterway. And she, like, leans on the barrier with her forearms and just, like, this whole situation is just kind of weird now, isn't it? Like, you're friends with my mom and, like, I know she's my age right now and so you're my age right now. But, like, I know you as this cool hero from the future and you're not that. Yeah, so, like, is this weird? Like, I feel like maybe I shouldn't have told you who I am. So, I I knew you as Bex. Um, I, you know, caught feelings for you 
as Bex. And yeah, now there's like, now I know more about you and where you came from and when you came from. And I don't know, like, it's definitely not like the average, like, oh, I'm from downtown Halcyon. Do you know this street corner? Oh, yeah. But like, it's just part of who you are. And I like who you are. And it'll probably be weird for future Jack. But that's future Jack's problem. <laughs> I just know that I I really like you. And I like spending time with you. So if we fix what goes wrong and stop Miraculous, uh, am I going to go back to my time? And then can we not together because like you're old then i mean i mean not like old old but too old i can definitely tell you that older me is not going to try and date you as a child like i'm a hundred percent sure of that i mean you i don't know you you asked if you could go back to your time um, I don't know if that was just, like, the the wording of, like, can I go back and not date you? Which, yes, that is fine. Um, obviously. No, I mean, like, would I go back? Like, would it, if we stop Miraculous, would that, like, pull me back to that time? Or? I don't know. And if it would, is that what you want i i want what's best for you and i want you to be happy if i know stopping miraculous from like destroying a bunch of halcyon is the most important thing and then if that happens that changes a lot of your life for like i'm sure hope is a great mom but you know Overall, probably having your own parents is better. Um, so really, I I want whatever makes you happy. If there was a choice, no, I wouldn't want you to leave. Um, but I know that that's also not really my choice to make. If this ends up just being, you know, a shorter relationship, it'll be... It'll be sad, but the memories will have been worth it. Um, but yeah, I just, I really want you to be happy. And then when I'm older, if you have gone back, um, you know, I'll still, granted, like, I don't know everything I did um, for you growing up and stuff, but I'll still try to be that cool hero that you can look up to. I mean, I don't even know if who you are, we stop miraculously. And as she's saying that sentence, Jack, you look over at Bex, and you only caught, like, bits and pieces of that, because she, in the span of that sentence, blinked in and out of existence several times. And at that point, I want to cut back over to the press conference. Uh, Gabriella and Zaylor. What's your reaction as Hope and Yellow Jacket fly up into the air? Do you, th- do you think we should, like, leave them to do it? Or do you think it's okay to stay here because they're going to fly up and their conversation is going to be private anyway? I don't think we should leave, that's for sure. I don't trust him even a bit. Yeah. Should, you, should we, like, prepare a spell or something? Or, like, I don't know, it seems weird that he'd just be like, Hey, I betrayed you a minute ago, but I, f- I feel like talking now, so it's all, I, d- I don't know. I don't know. I, hmm. On one hand, it feels like too much, but we don't know what he's capable of. Well, I certainly don't know what he's capable of. I think I've seen him all of one time before now. He can, like, fly. It shouldn't be too hard to, like, capture him if we need to, I guess. Then I say we should just watch him carefully. I'm sure Hope will say something if something's 
off. Yeah, I'm gonna get into my superior costume just in case. That's fair. I'll I'll be here if you need to go or something else. Thumbs up. Does Invocation have like I don't remember how she gets into her costume. Is it just like a magical girl transformation or It is, yes. It's, she's got like it's like one of her old cheerleader routines that she does, and it just like forms part of her costume with each bit that she does. I love it. Is there like a verbal component to this? Or is it all physical? Uh, see, I want there to be a verbal component, but I feel like I need time to craft that. Yeah, I'm not saying you have to make it up right now, but like... I will eventually make it up. I feel like each syllable of invocation generates a part of her costume, and then once she does the final, all the words, like the entire costume appears, and it's all sparkly and wonderful. Okay, so as Invocation is going through her magical girl cheerleader routine, God, that's a fun sentence to say. Let's go and find out what's going on with Hope and Yellow Jacket. Uh, how high up above her and Miraculous are you flying? Uh, not terribly high. High enough that like our conversation can be private, so probably like forty feet, fifty feet. Okay. Is Hope going to start the conversation, or does she wait for a tie to start it off? Uh, so I'm actually going to attempt to pierce the mask. Okay. To figure out what exactly he's, like, plotting. Gotcha. Go ahead and roll that for me. I got a nine. Okay. Uh, nobody is around to help you, so that will stand as a nine. Uh, I'm going to ask, uh, what are you really planning? Okay, so just like I asked Jack earlier, what is Hope doing to try to, like, figure that out? Uh, once Ty gets up high enough, she's going to kind of do that, like, pregnant pause of, like, letting him kind of blurt out what he's going to say. I mean, she's going to kind of, like, judge based off of, like, the first few things that he says, like, his intentions. Where have you been lately, like... I think there's a panel before he says anything, and then he's just like, so I've been trying to get in contact with you, and you apparently haven't been interested in talking to me. What what happened? Is it because I messed up the lights at the homecoming? I got attacked. I didn't do it on purpose. So what he is planning here is to convince you that he didn't betray you. He was attacked and was unable to do what you asked of him. Okay. So I think that I'm going to respond with, um, yeah, I, I heard about what happened. Um, and I've heard about what's going to happen. What do you mean? Look, part of me wants to part of me wants to do to you what you've done to me, but I don't think anybody deserves that. So I'm just going to tell you, look, I know that you're not on my side, and that's fine. You don't need to be. But don't pretend. What are you talking about, Hope? Look, I've heard from someone, a really reliable source, that uh the truth. What truth? Can you just tell me what's going on here? That you betrayed me? I just told you I got attacked. Nobody betrayed anybody. There were villains all over the place at homecoming. One of them jumped me from behind before I could shut off the lights, and I wasn't able to do it. Your yellow jacket. Yeah, and your hope. You want to tell me you've never lost a fight before? I just... a lot of stuff points in the same direction. What direction's that? That a lot of people that I thought were making amends aren't. That they've been that they've been reached, that they've been coerced by someone. So you're just gonna lump me in with the rest of them, not give me a chance to explain myself or anything. You went ahead and just assumed you knew what was going on and didn't even bother to give me a chance. How long were you out that night, homecoming? What, unconscious? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I didn't set a stopwatch or anything. Couple minutes, I guess. It didn't feel like that long. Why didn't you say anything to the press? 
Shit's embarrassing. People don't like heroes that get jumped or lose fights. You know as well as anybody else, half of this damn job is your reputation and what people think of you. Who's going to look up to the guy that gets taken out at his homecoming dance and isn't able to do his job? It's not just about you. We as a team won. If you were part of that team, then you won too. Yeah, well, I'm not really... No, that feels confrontational. But I'm not a hopeful hope. I'm, or I guess was your boyfriend. I don't know what we are or were or anything like that. But I just realized that I have influence over him, so that should have been a 10, but I totally blanked on it. I mean, you can ask your other questions now if you'd like. Uh, sure. You got two more. I have two more. Uh, I'm going to ask, uh, what do you want me to do, and how could I get your character to tell me the truth about where your loyalties lie? What he wants you to do is to... Believe him and basically drop the subject. That seems to happen a lot. How he could, how you could get him to tell you the truth is something I'm going to have to think on for a couple of seconds. I think, yeah, I don't know. I think you're getting the feeling that, like, he's going to stick to his guns here. He is, like, very steadfast that he was taken out. And, like, didn't betray you. I don't think he's willingly going to say otherwise. Okay. Uh, so can I... Is that, like, good enough? I don't want to cheap you out of information. Well, I guess, so would I be able to tell that this is, like, him sticking to a lie? Or is it, like, he's saying this because he honestly believes it? He's definitely deflecting away from saying too much. Like, you've been around the sort of celebrity game enough to know that... Yeah. Like, to know when people are trying to, like, tiptoe around situations. He's definitely hiding something. Yeah. That that tracks. Look, Hope, just... Who did you even hear this from, anyway? can't tell you. Well, why not? Because as it stands, if we do our jobs right, no one will even remember them. Well, that sounds kind of shady, doesn't it? You tell me you've been ignoring me because somebody told you that I betrayed you and you won't tell me anything about them? Like, come on, Hope. If you don't trust me or you want to break up with me, just say it. I'll tell you what. You tell me what you're hiding, I'll tell you what I'm hiding. Man, fuck that. Just, I'm not trying to play these games, Hope. And I want to cut down to Miraculous and Invocation. As you are looking up at the two of them, you see Yellow Jacket turn and start to fly off. How do the two of you react? Do you think we should try and stop him, or...? I don't know, it looks more like a retreat from my end. Mm. Okay, let's just see what Hype says, I guess. Hope, what's your reaction as he turns and flies off? I'm not going to chase him. I'm not going to bother. Okay, are you going back down to Invocation and Zaylor, or are you going off on your own? I'm going back down to Invocation and Zaylor, and I'm just going to let them know that it's like, he's definitely hiding something, and he was pretty interested on where I got my knowledge that he betrayed me, though he seems adamant that he didn't. I'm not entirely sure what's going on, but there's definitely something. There's definitely something going on, and that makes me so uncomfortable. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. When is there not something going on, right? So do we know where Scarlet Web is? Haven't heard from them recently. I, 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 I don't, I don't know. As the three of you are saying that, Jack, what is your reaction to Beck's phasing in and out of existence? Um, wide-eyed panic. <laughs> uh, Jack definitely tries to, uh, if they weren't still 
um, tries to hold Bex's hand again um, and just be like, are you okay? Um, I think their hand goes through Bex's, like, as she phases out and back into existence. She's like, yeah, I'm fine. It's no big deal. It's no big deal? Has this, like, happened before? Has this been happening? I mean, it's not happening as much as it was. But, uh, I don't, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Well, what I mean, does I'm this mean? I'm staying more anchored now, so that's probably good. But, like, does, was this happening before, like, just, like, when you first got here? Or was this happening before, as in we might have changed the timeline? Like, what, or do you not know what this means? When I was on the set of the movie with Mom, or Hope, or, is it weird to call her Mom? Does that make it, like, are you okay with that? Yeah, whatever you need. Like, when we were on the movie set, and then there was this lady that came, and she, like, turned into crystals, and she attacked us, and, like, fight happened, and whatever, and mom got hit, and, like, I guess it messed something up with the timeline, or, like, because I'm only here partially because of her powers, and, like, so I guess that messed something up, and I can kind of phase now. But like I said, it's not happening as much as it was. I'm getting control over it. Um, I guess this just means you kind of have a new power for now? Yeah, and Mom's got a sword. Okay. Um, that's cool. Um, I I guess if you're not worried about it, um, but just, like, let me know if it gets worse or if there's anything I can, I can do. I mean, I didn't want to worry you because there's, like, all this other stuff going on and one of your friends is probably going to destroy the city. And so, like, that feels more important than sometimes I sneeze and fall through my couch. I mean, like, fair, but it doesn't mean that I can't also care about when you fall through your couch. You know, you're you're my girlfriend. I kind of want to know if you're, like, phasing in and out of existence. <laughs> Maybe then I shouldn't plan dates that are, I don't know how many feet above the ground. <laughs> oh, I mean, they don't exactly cover that in... Well, I was going to reference a magazine, but I don't know, like, what magazines you all have this long ago. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't read many anyway, so I might not have gotten it anyway. But you can still make the reference if you want. Yeah, that's... It's ruined now. Uh, <laughs> let's keep going. I... Yeah, let's keep going on this date. Unless you... Don't want to? I do. I I do. Um, yeah, just, you know, uh, let me know if you feel like a phasey thing happened and I need to stop you from falling through the skywalk. <laughs> yeah, uh, my safe word will be, oh shit. And I think as she says that, I want to cut back over to Hope, Gabriella, and Zaylor. What's going on with the three of you? You all don't know where Scarlet Web's at. Yellow Jacket has flown off after trying to claim that he did not betray you. Uh, invocation, your mentor has not shown up anywhere in weeks. And Miraculous, you may be on a crash course with destroying Halcyon and possibly more. What are y'all doing? Have I gotten any more like messages or anything from him in this time or has he just 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 gone 
I think he's been pretty quiet. I don't think you've heard from him. Uh, okay, that's not ideal. Um, I feel like I want to try calling him, but I know that's not going to work. I mean, it might. Okay, you know what? I, I have confidence. I'm going to try. I want to try calling him. Now, when you say calling him, what method are you using to do that? My superhero mobile phone. Is that just like a regular cell phone or? Yeah, it is, but it's the one that I use for my superhero contacting people. Gotcha. Invocation's phone, not Gabriella's phone. Exactly. Okay. Uh, let's see. You have a move for like trying to contact your mentor, right? Um... Or is that one you had to choose and you didn't take it? Uh, I, the closest one would be fireside chat. When you seek advice from your mentor, roll the plus label, then body. But I'm just trying to get in touch with them. So I don't really think it fits. Uh, I don't have, no, I don't have one that involves getting in touch with them specifically. Let's just go with a general unleash your powers for reasons that may or may not be made clear later on. Sure. Depending on your role. I got a four. Okay. Uh, go ahead and mark your potential. Mm-hmm. And also go ahead and mark either... Yeah, I think hopeless makes the most sense here. As the phone rings and rings and rings... And then somebody picks up. And you hear on the other end of the line. Hello, Rune? I think you're breathing into the microphone again. And then the line goes dead. Uh, that's ominous. How are Miraculous and Hope? What's going on with them as they see Invocation going through this? Like, you didn't hear what was on the other side of the phone, but you can definitely tell that it wasn't good. Well, that doesn't sound good. Yeah, it's like, just like a vortex or swirling wind or something but it picked up so it couldn't just be the wind maybe he was flying he would have tried to say something like he wouldn't just pick up and then wave his phone around in the air then put it back down <sighs> oh, no. is, there we can, is, is there some way that we can trace it uh, we could try but like how I don't even know. Do we know anyone who's good with technology? I mean, you guys can both use magic. Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily translate to computers unless we teleport there, but yeah. Is there some way to use that phone call as like like a magical anchor and then I don't know, like Scryform or something? These are words. These are these are magic words. I mean, that sounds like something miraculous could do. And I turn to him and hold out my phone. Uh, <laughs> what? What? I, it's, it's, this, this sounds like Hope's plan. Hope, Hope, explain. Okay. So since he answered the phone, we know that like. He's alive, right? So since he answered the phone, can't we use that as like some way to find him magically? Like some way to like scry from him? For him? At him? Um, uh, that sounded like some, what's it called? Phone tapping? Yeah, that's what it, that's what it sounds more like. So we need like cyberpunk or something? He's going to help us. I'm sure he will. He seemed very understanding. 
Well, that is to say, if it's technologically, um, I don't know words for this. If that's what it was, it it could be magical in origin. We could at least try and figure that out. Okay, but like, how do we? See, I mean, I could try calling him again, but like, I, I don't know. I can summon stuff. I can't like magically know where phone calls came from. So I have an idea. I'm going to hold up my phone and I'm going to be like, you guys have your magic. I have mine. I can ask my fans for help. That's a move. Yeah, it is. That sounds like it could be dangerous, but also I'm not sure what else we could do. Yeah. I mean, like worst case scenario, they'll be like creepy and blackmaily about it. But I mean, like, we can take the chance, right? And I mean, like, if it's you guys in the background with me, like, we can throw around our weight as, like, a superhero team. Honestly, I was thinking more on the horror movie aspect, where you go searching for something that you shouldn't be. But sure, yeah, we could probably handle it either way. But what if he needs help? We should help him. That is definitely a priority I didn't think of. So this is why you're the leader of our team. Let's do it. Okay, I'm going to turn on my phone and I'm going to start live streaming. Okay, before you do that, that feels like Zaylor might have been shifting your labels there. Okay. Zaylor, what labels would you like to shift there? Huh, let's see. Very leadery. I'd assume superior up, maybe? Yeah, probably superior up, danger down. That's confusing because it's like, what do you define as a leader? But in this specific instance, that's that seems accurate. Okay. I'm okay with that because like this role requires superior. So, although I'm just like not a, I'm just not a dangerous person now. My danger is at negative two. Oh, I mean, your superpower is wings. So <laughs> that's fair. Okay, go ahead and. Uh... I think this is your first time using this, so you want to read that out for the audience? Sure. It's a super move. It's called uh, Ask Audience for Help. Uh, When you seek help from your audience, roll plus superior. On a hit, someone in your audience can hook you up. On a 10 plus, they only make a small demand. On a 7 to 9, their demands are a lot higher. On a miss, you've made a mistake, and your audience won't help you until you've redeemed yourself in their eyes. So, wish me luck. Do I get any bonuses? Nope. I got a seven. Okay, uh, let's see. Their demands are a lot higher. Tell me how you're going about asking your audience for help here. Uh, so, I'm going to be live streaming it, and I'm going to... Um, I'm not going to go like super in-depth. In I'm going to basically just... Uh, I'm going to be like, hey, uh, my friends and I... And I'm assuming that... like. Zaylor is in costume at this point. Yeah, while you were doing that, I probably would have gotten into costume. Perfect. Because I don't want to just be like, yeah, this is this is Zaylor. He's actually miraculous. So I'm going to be like, this is, you know, a couple people on my team. We're looking for someone who can uh, trace where a phone call came from. If anybody knows someone that can help, like, hit me up. Let me know. Because I could really use this help. I'm really counting on you guys. Is there a way within this live stream for, like, somebody to contact you directly, like a direct message, or has it got just, like, a chat feature? Uh, sure, let's go with, yeah, why not? Okay. I think it's a couple of minutes later, and you get a message from a user. The message says... Bring me the wizard and we can assist you. And as you look at the sender of this message, it's from the username Golden Knight 7. Oh god. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. Actual play comedy podcasts are awesome. We can all agree on this. What about if they're in outer space? What if the cast don't take themselves too seriously? If you think yes, then you will love 
experience points. We're an all-clear cast playing Starfinder and trying to survive whatever bombshells our GM Kenny can dream up for us. We're an impulsive bunch who rush into things, which has landed us in some surprising situations. Have you ever almost died in a spaceship sauna malfunction? <laughs> we have. Come join the adventure with the crew of the GD Hoopty and their surly computer AI, A-Hole, as we traverse the galaxy, leaving a trail of pink glitter in our wake. Listen to Experience Points today wherever you find fine podcasts. Then come say hi to us on Twitter at EQPoints. Or tune in for our live streams every other Saturday at twitch.tv slash experiencepoints. Or you can now find us on YouTube. We'll be sure to unroll the pink carpet and have a cup of space chamomile ready for you. Also, I'm going to cut this out, but I forgot that he had wings for a second there. So you just, like, flew into the air, and I'm like, okay, guess I'll go fuck myself. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, I wanted to talk in private. It's just like, you can talk in private by your fucking <laughs> self. 